previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I thought your favorite Thanksgiving thing was uh, Mama's uh, turkey loaf thing. What was Ew, that? No, it was my other grandma when she when <laughs> she did extruded processed turkey instead of a real turkey that one year. Yeah, sorry. Extruded. She used that word at the dinner table. <laughs> um. There's a that's a tradition we do dessert and prank phone calls where I am in charge of the prank phone calls. <laughs> you were a weird horse girl. Yeah, you know the horse girls I'm talking about. No. I was an aspiring weird horse girl. I rode horses growing up and I loved it. I mean, getting divorced from prison is also a nightmare, especially with an uncooperative partner. It was tough. Three away with him and also this guy, I'll call it E, until late, oral only, Uber back to Brooklyn. <laughs> e and I then hook up quite a bit later. I took care of a dog in New York once, my coworker's dog. His name was Ranger, and it's really hard to conjure that because I know him as Muffin. <laughs> Five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past it's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello and happy Thanksgiving. <gasps> Oh my god, happy Thanksgiving, future listeners, or listeners now, I guess. Current listeners uh, past us. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's going to be Thanksgiving when this comes out. Gobble, gobble, it's turkey lurkey time, baby. It's turkey lurkey time, baby. Um. <laughs> oh my god, that song is already so busy. Please, please, please. It's turkey lurkey time. <laughs> Tom turkey lurkey ran away. Uh-huh. At least we talked about Promises, Promises, because it wouldn't be a Thanksgiving episode if we didn't reference that song. The only Thanksgiving song I can ever think of. Yeah, no, that one and Adam Sandler, and I think we have this conversation every time, too. Um, mm-hmm, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe by the time this comes out, we'll be surprised by Charlie Puth's new... Is it Puth or Puth? Puth. <laughs> Puth! <laughs> Please keep that in. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was a liquid new... <laughs> Surprised by Charlie Pubes. <laughs> Surprised by Charlie P. <laughs> well, you know, Pubes got that liquid U and it's spelled similarly P U. Um, Don't say liquid U. Maybe we'll be surprised by Charlie Puth's new hit Thanksgiving song. Probably not. I. Uh- I'm sure people have tried. Peter and I were just talking about this the other day with Christmas songs um, because mm-hmm. our family was here and um, they were here over Halloween, but we were all feeling the spirit because it was really chilly outside. So we literally listened to um, Christmas music on Halloween morning. I know. We which, had a gigantic fight about this last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, you remember it. Um, anyway, we were listening to this and our like 12-year-old niece was like, why do you know the lyrics to all these songs? This album just came out. And we're like, because there's no new Christmas songs. They're all just covers of classic Christmas Christmas songs. It's very rare, we were explaining to this tween, that you get a new classic Christmas song mm-hmm. unless you're like Mariah Carey. I can't think of another one until maybe Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson Wrapped yeah. in Red, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, and such underneath the tree. a monster. Oh, I mean the whole album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Wrapped in Red is my favorite from that, um, like the title track from that album. But yeah, she's like monster hit, but everyone does a Christmas album. Rarely is there a monster hit that then becomes ubiquitous with Christmas forever and ever. Amen, no, it's you know? tough because I don't want 
the new song. Do not give me your new Christmas song. I want to hear you do your version of the classic. You know what I mean? So because right. I'm coming into it with that attitude, it's very hard for mm. these pop stars to succeed. A hundred percent. And everyone tries at least one original on their Christmas album. Most of them. But I feel like you have to throw the spaghetti at the wall, right? Like you got to try because if you do get one that sticks. It's, um, it's then... Thanksgiving. Could, can we throw like the gravy and mashed potatoes at the wall or something? Yeah. Yeah. Although can mashed potatoes ever really stick to the wall? Your mashed potatoes are gross if they actually stick to a I wall. I mean, your mamma made crunchy uh, tofurkey loaf or something like that. So maybe she could make some sticky <laughs> mashed potatoes too. It was not crunchy tofurkey loaf. It was extruded turkey loaf. <laughs> extruded. It's my favorite time of year when we bring up extruded. Also, it was <laughs> it was the wrong grandma, but I love that you can only ever remember mamma. So, you know, God bless. They're all mamma to me. Sometimes I call Weebo mamma. <laughs> Sometimes I call Peter Mamma, honestly, when he's acting like a particularly old woman. Um, so, Annie Huzelby's friend, what are you up to on this Thanksgiving? I am so excited because I'm going to get to be home. And I thought that my contract was going to begin. Originally, it was going to begin on November 20th. And they changed the date for just the singers. Sorry, dancers. You're you're all together having met each other already. But I get to spend mm-hmm. an extra week at home. Um which is amazing since a, I needed the time to pack and get shit done, but I'm not going to have Christmas or new year's or anything like that. So I really wanted to have one holiday with my mom and Weibo. So I'm going to, and go. really one is all you need, right? You can like, as long as you get all like the good family time in, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, like it kind of scratches the edge because yes. they're so close together. Totally. Because I know it's coming. I could really, I can get all the tradition in, in one go. Mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm, going to make mm-hmm. them dinner. Um, because they will prepare just, vegan food. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll love what I make. It's just, I have to make it. That's all. Um, sure. and I don't mind. I like to, I prefer to honestly, um so i'll do that and like lounge during the day maybe watch a bit of the macy's parade um eat some appetizers Mm -hmm. i'm sure my mom and weeble will make those and then Mm -hmm. at night i will be going to hannah's mom's house and partaking in a age-old tradition of uh prank phone calling our our nearest and dearest and i haven't done it in years and prank calls yes i'm very excited about it i love that you get to go back home and do that that sounds like such a fun thing and you get to see both of your families before you you know like pack up and go away for a few months uh well i appreciate the sentiment but two of my many i feel like i do have a good amount of families who have really adopted me i'm very fucking lucky for that i thought you were gonna say i'm very fucking likable (laughs) (laughs) also equally as likely to come out of my mouth to be fair uh that sounds really, really nice. I'm glad you get to do that. Um, now, I know normally our tradition is to go to Las Vegas, but mm-hmm, tragically... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the heathens that we are. You were planning on a Celine Dion concert this time, right? Uh, actually, that was supposed to be beginning of November. We were going to forego Vegas for Thanksgiving because we were going to go to the opening of her new show in Vegas, which got postponed indefinitely, probably mid-2022. Uh. Very disappointing. So we didn't go to Vegas. We did go somewhere else instead. I'll talk more about that in a moment. Oh, so because you planned on going to Vegas early, you were not going to go for Thanksgiving. So what's your alternate Thanksgiving plan? Well, alternate Thanksgiving plan because we there are like no expectations of us at Thanksgiving these days because we've been absent for so many years. Uh, good way to do it, by the way, if you have the option. Um, we decided to book a little dive vacation. So we're going to go to the islands. We're going to go to Curacao, which is a Dutch <laughs> island in the Caribbean. Okay, you said a little um, dive vacation. I thought you meant like like a dive bar, like a shitty kind of cheap vacation. Oh, no, no, no. And you no met, I meant literally yeah, diving. Yeah, go diving. But like also, the, like, you know, I'd go on a dive vacation too in, in the, the cheap bar sense of the term. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds really fun, actually. 10 out of 10 would do that kind of dive vacation as well. Uh, no, we're just going to go sit on a beach for a week. We're going to do some diving um, the day of Thanksgiving. We're diving and then we made dinner reservations. That's pretty much it. Uh, just relaxing, kicking back uh, in the sunshine. Should be nice. Chilling out Max and relaxing or diving. It's going to oh, be great. Oh, cool. Yeah. I will not be shooting any 
b-ball outside of the school though speaking of will smith he just released an autobiography i'll never read it but i just thought you should know oh um, in conjunction with his new movie king richard which yeah. is supposed to be excellent i am excited to watch that actually although i find it strange that it's i mean it's not strange because it's a will smith feature but like it's about venus and serena right but really it's about the father uh-huh. like why are we centering their father when they're such stars you know i had the very same thought um i don't exactly know the trailer looks great and maybe it is just the focus on him because venus and serena are still around and still i think he is too but he's much less of a public figure so like what? Um, elton john at fucking rocket man he's still very much around yeah no I, I i know i'm just trying to i'm i'm wondering if like it was interesting to them to have their father's story told who mm-hmm. was a black man who fought for his daughters to play and succeed in a very white sport maybe that yeah i mean um seems like the reviews are quite good and if they were co-opting I, I just have to believe if they were co-opting the story of like the two true stars in that in that um, scenario that they would be getting a lot of blowback for it. So it must make sense with the script of the movie. Well, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt until I see it. Maybe I'll go after uh, Thanksgiving. Sometimes like after dessert, late night Thanksgiving movie, mm-hmm. super fun. Well, you can go see that. Um, I'm going to be going to see House of Gucci at oh. the earliest convenience because mm. that also comes out. And you know how I feel about Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Bennett. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, obviously I'm not going to go see this now, what, three week old movie when, when Gaga's got a new feature out. So that would be my movie of choice yeah. if I do indeed see one. I stand corrected. Uh-huh. Um, a few minutes ago, you said you went somewhere else. Where else did you go? Where where did you just come back from? Oh! Which is a question um, we have to ask you every fucking episode. Cameron San Diego. Honestly, it's... <laughs> Cameron San Diego. Oh my god, the number of times people have called me Carmen by just like quickly reading my my name is is it's many. Listen, so in lieu of the Celine Dion uh concert, which was, you know, a devastating blow to my year, but we'll get through it. Um, we decided that um because we already had a dog care booked to come stay with the pups, we decided that we would just uh take a little staycation, kind of. We stayed in Colorado. We drove like two hours to a luxury dude ranch. Hey, dude. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which, you know, to 90s kids, it's huge. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nickelodeon. Um, so it was so fun. Um, my gayest moment absolutely falls in here. So go ahead and do that. Gay, 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 gay. The gayest moment is really that we were just like the gays, the only gays at the village at this dude ranch in kind of rural Colorado. Um, it was a, I don't know, a dude ranch is just kind of a a straight white situation. And simultaneously um, quite homoerotic, probably a lot to do with Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, and my upbringing. Um, but yeah, it <laughs> yeah, was Yeah, that's very... what I, I'm like, why is it so sexual? Because that's like exactly what I picture you're a whole youth as being. <laughs> yeah, a uh, whole youth. Mm. So we really made a name for ourselves as like, you know, the gays, because it's a small kind of like resort. I mean, it's not really a resort. It is actually a working ranch, but they have guest cabins all over it. They can accommodate like 100 people. There were maybe 20 people on site when we were there because it's off season so um you know dinner is served family style it's like you sit at a table with um a bunch of strangers the food was so good it was truly excellent food um but i was very put off when we first got to the dining room i was like i have to sit with strangers i just want a nice dinner with my husband like Mm -hmm. didn't know how that was gonna go turned out to be lovely um there was a very interesting group of people at our table people that did interesting things had interesting stories to tell were very nice that's how i often feel on cruise ships like we on certain ships you're made to fucking have dinner with guests Mm -hmm. and socialize and whatever and i'm like oh it's such a chore and then i'm like actually that was delightful it's like it can be really fascinating to meet new people over 
you know, uh, ample amounts of wine and good food. Yeah. And I think like at a certain point in your life, you realize that meeting new people can go one of two ways. It could be very interesting or it can be a real fucking chore. So Mm -hmm. if you're lucky enough to have some interesting people at your table, then yeah, it's great. But you tend to just dread the worst case scenario, uh, which is where I was at. But we had some really nice people uh, at our table. There was a mother and daughter from Utah who were absolutely Mormon. um, And (laughs) how big were their dicks? They all have huge uncut cocks, right? (laughs) Nope, this is the uh, the small town kind of Mormon, like worked on a cattle ranch, kind of like weird horse girl and her mom. Um, but they were weird sweet horse mom. enough. They were the the girl like kept we were having like adult conversations with all the adults at the table. She was the one kid at the table. We weren't being inappropriate, but we were talking about like grown up things and work. And there's this fabulous woman at our table who is uh, one of the owners of the largest female owned law firm in the country. Oh. And she and Peter were talking about like diversity inclusion in the workplace and having a really fun, like lively conversation about that. And this like 16 year old, very awkward 16 year old kept like leaning over to her mom and whispering like, what? Like, what are they talking about? Like, just did not understand anything about oh what God. was going on. And I think I saw the moment when she realized that Peter and I were gay. It was like, <laughs> was I, it when you started sucking your husband's dick at the table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always do that for dessert. Um, so it was, it was just kind of funny to see like the small town girl and her small town mom kind of like at the same table as like people that work in the city and that are like, you know, politically progressive, et cetera, et cetera. Just talking plainly. No one was proselytizing about their politics but you know just speaking plainly about things that that she this little girl had never been exposed to anyway it was uh pretty fascinating we had a really nice time we did all kinds of weird horse girl stuff i got to like live out my horse girl fantasy we went horseback riding a couple times you have absolutely hit your horse girl uh quota for this episode thank you so much <laughs> your checks in the mail um yeah no you're right uh i was i was just among a few of them you know and i was like you know what i i see my my youth in in you Young horse girls. <laughs> Sounds so creepy. Never mind. I knew. I knew I was going to get an ample <laughs> amount of horse girls when I saw pictures of you uh, all over Instagram with the horses. Also, real quick, I want to point out you you were in love with this tiny little donkey. And I just wanted so desperately for your eight and a half foot tall husband to ride that little donkey. And he wouldn't do it for me. But man, it would have tickled me for he, the rest of the year. He would have <laughs> murdered the donkey. He was a mini donkey. He was 29 years old. His name was Petey. And his legs were like a foot long he would have absolutely been murdered dead if peter sat on him (laughs) (laughs) just like what happened to the beloved elderly mini donkey on this farm oh someone sat on him for an instagram moment and murdered him dead his brittle bones couldn't take it (laughs) oh man so so rude um anyway we had a a gay old time it was very fun i even shot a gun and i'm not a gun person but we went skeet shooting we went skeet shooting which is really fun actually you would do it what is a skeet gun other than you know the obvious implications of something disgusting it's not a skeet gun it's called skeet shooting or trap shooting they throw clay pigeons in the air like literally clay discs out of a machine and you take a shotgun and you shoot it um and it Uh, was yeah i did see this on your instagram and i did think i would do that yeah it was very fun it's like in no way harmful to anyone Uh, except for the poor squirrels and ducks just trying to sleep (laughs) and hearing all these shots go off yeah you know you know the the ducks and squirrels are famously nocturnal they love to sleep during the day (laughs) it was really really invasive no it's uh it was it was a good ass time i shot a bow and arrow i threw hatchets it was all like any any kind of like ranch activity you wanted to do it was available 
Okay, did you at least have sex in a tent with spit as your lube? Because you said this is your gayest moment, and this all sounds quite butch. No, the gayest moment was being the gays in the village. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, you do look quite gay. And and we did not sleep in a tent. We were in a cabin. We did bring red wine and sat in our cabin and had, you know, fun fun times together. What am I saying? Ooh, I'm looking forward to red wine after this, and also a lot of it on Thanksgiving, probably. Um, what have you been doing? What gay things have you gotten up to? Um, well, my gayest moment of the week is like... Uh, gayer than normal, and I'm excited about it. Why'd you get butt I fucked? I hung out with. I did not get butt fucked. I haven't been butt fucked in a very long time. Um, <laughs> Throat but... fucked, however. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing sexual. I hung out with Vanessa at her house with all of her roommates who. I believe every single person in their home is queer, which is really fun. I haven't been around that many queer people in a very long time. So that energy is great. And we went over there for the explicit purpose of watching the season five finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I haven't seen in years and is absolutely a part of queer zeitgeist. I remember loving it, but I haven't revisited it as an adult at all. I mean, Buffy in general or that particular episode? Buffy in general, I haven't gone okay. back at all. Um, but I forgot that beyond just being like fun because it's kind of fantastical and strong female leads. And camp. And camp, yes, absolutely. Um, it has one of the first gay characters uh, in a mm-hmm. that I can remember anyway in a teen drama. Willow dates a woman starting in like season two or something. I don't know, but I, I can't remember anyone, any TV show beating them to that. Yeah, I think they were one of the first. It's one of the reasons it has such a queer following, um, a devout queer following. I was not a Buffy kid. Um, I have a question. Is season five finale a like special episode or were they just like watching it as a house and like they were going to watch it together like how did they like arrange an evening around that episode they've been watching it every saturday um which is so fun and vanessa and i have been trying to hang out she was like come join so we did that but season five finale is kind of a special episode it's like a very big deal and and buffy geist (laughs) okay buffy Um, geist that's in the buffy geist but that was all, just watching a old camp TV show with a bunch of queer mos. I really enjoyed it. I love that. Peter recently revisited Buffy during the pandemic. He watched the whole thing. Because I missed it as a kid, I, it, it just always seems pretty cheesy to me. It's like not a thing, but which that doesn't matter if it's like no, precious it to you yeah. as a kid, you know? Um, so like sure. I, I think I just kind of missed the boat on Buffy, unfortunately. It's the same camp as Charmed for me. Very different shows, different styles, but still like kind of the same feel. Um and I also was obsessed with that. I honestly thought they were in the same universe. Maybe. I bet there's an argument to be had on the internet, but I don't oh, but I, it, I don't remember any crossover episodes. No. Charmed was not a spinoff or anything. There's Angel that goes with um, Buffy. No. Oh, uh, that's what thing. I'm thinking of. Okay. See, that's how bad I am at this. Uh, thank you for uh, educating me about these, you know, 90s hits. Appreciate uh, you. You're so very welcome. Do you have any, any shows from this decade you'd like to shout out? Um, you know... I kind of do. Yeah, um, very much. I already mentioned Succession um, back into it. However, the Western version of Succession, which is Yellowstone, just came back. I cannot believe that they're both back at the same time, both on Sunday nights. It's like too much for me to handle. I love it so much. Um, back into, oh. you know, season four. It's the the high drama of it all is just delicious. Very, oh. very into it. Very happy to be back. Well, you know, I'm months behind on every recommendation, but I am almost done with Ted Lasso, which you you and everyone else recommended like uh-huh. a fucking full year ago, at least. You might be ahead of me on that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like three episodes behind. Oh, we're probably very close. But maybe 
I will finish up Ted Lasso and move right on to Yellowstone. Although I wanted to put the morning show after that. You've also recommended that in the past. Ooh. I have a lot of work to do, but sure I may do. or may not have a 14 day quarantine on a cruise ship. So <laughs> if that's the case, I will have plenty of time to catch up on these TV shows. Uh, all right. Well, for Mike's uh, finale gift, all you fans who who definitely want to send him a gift for the end of the show, uh, iTunes cash, iTunes gift <laughs> cards so you can download all these series. <laughs> Actually, that would be amazing. Um, I can't ask for things on here. Sure you can. You already gave out your Venmo once. <laughs> Did I? Not enough time. Yeah, it's at, at Mikey, Mikey West. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. How about you? Are you watching anything, uh, listening to anything, any re- new recommendations for the people? Nothing new. I just told you everything I was watching. But if you recommend your journal right now, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give you content. Okay. <laughs> I had never seen a holiday classic, The Holiday. And I feel uh, like it's it seems like an important part of the conversation. I don't know what oh, conversation, gross. but a conversation. <laughs> How dare you call that part of the conversation? <laughs> it's truly, truly not. And I just wanted to say about this show this movie um it's fucking bonkers and cameron diaz um is one of the worst actresses i've ever seen in my life and i want that (laughs) i could not agree more she is piss poor now listen i this is not new i've had this opinion about cameron diaz but i was gonna i was happy to give her a new chance with an old movie because she's in great company love kate winslet jude law and jack black i was like surely cameron Mm. will rise to the occasion no i i think she is lovely and charming and beautiful and quirky and i understand why she's a star but acting is not one of her skills and um i don't i don't know if there's an example to prove me wrong Uh, no no i don't think she's ever really shined as an actress she always strikes me as someone who is acting like she thinks like an actress should it is so yes nail on the head it is very very like blatant over the top like this is the reaction that people want from me right now and i'm so charming (laughs) oh there's cum in my hair again like jesus christ lady pull it together also why is there cum in her hair in every single movie that scene of the holiday was unexpected (laughs) whole bukkake situation in gangs of new york (laughs) crazy i haven't seen it but i'm sure that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) you know old Um, serious flick listen i i have no issue with her i just like she's just not a good actress and i just think it's important that i share that opinion the movie Uh also is bonkers because um I don't know. It's it's this era where the internet is new, but they're still they're introducing it to movies. Mm. So obviously, if you've seen this decades old movie, you know they they switch homes. Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz they meet each other online, decide to switch homes that night. No background checks, no reviews, no credit cards, no contracts. They're like, hey, can you fly across the country tonight? I'll give you keys to my car and my home. No, across the world, across the Atlantic, across the world, across the fucking world. It's insane. And it's I, L.A. and London. Okay, so I'll suspend my disbelief, and they do it, and then. Cameron Diaz just lets some psychotic man into her home in the middle of the night. She's in bed and he bangs on her door and she's like, come in. I'm like, you are going to get your ass murdered. And I can't say I'll be pissed about it. Oh, oh, so you think she deserved it? Was she also dressed provocatively? (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Her body, my choice. Uh, It's... I don't know that it's a great movie, but it is a classic. Oh, I loved it. It was so charming. <laughs> I really, I, I, I didn't hate it at all. I just like. Wait, are you being facetious or no? You did enjoy it? No, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's charming. Of it, it's of it. Yeah, I just like, I knew what I was getting into. I was, it was so fun uh-huh. to see the little British cottage. Um, I, yeah, I, it has its moments. I understand why it's still around, um, and I'm glad to have a new Christmas oh. movie under my belt. Um, I, okay, love is strong, but I did like it. Good. I'm glad that you liked it. 
All right, well, on that very festive note, uh, let's get into the old journal, shall we? Sounds like a holiday to me. Okay. It's a little wild and a little strange When you make your home out on the range Start your horse and come along all right, and we're back. Michael, tell us where we were. I don't know, man. I got the itis from that Thanksgiving <laughs> feast I just ate. <laughs> the itis. <laughs> I wish. I'm hungry. What do you think people are eating right now while they listen to this pie? Stuffing. Oh, I don't know. Do you think anyone actually listens to this foul shit on a sacred family holiday? Is Thanksgiving sacred? All right, it's September 21st, 2017. Where where are we? The last episode, I believe my mom had her first encounter with a drag queen, although that can't be true because she grew up in Brooklyn. Um, mm. But she was with me for a weekend in New York. We ran into fucking Baby Carrot again. Oh, right. Kicked, got to meet Weebo, and, and she told me not to die alone. That went poorly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, All right. And yeah, we and merriment was had all around. September twenty second, uh, booked hotel for Ashley's wedding. Gonna be so fun to go and not perform at all. Who's Ashley, and why is aren't uh, you part of her wedding? Uh, <laughs> Ashley's one of my Ithaca gal pals. Um, you know, part of the larger Great. group with uh, with some of the usual characters on this podcast. All right. Well, then you wrote something uh, pretty confusing. Got Roger so anxious about keeping him safe and happy. I'm a very anxious person. Y- yeah. Duh. Um, Who the fuck is Roger? Muffin. Huh? I renamed him Muffin, so you must know it's uh, someone's pet. Um, uh, <laughs> I uh, I was dog sitting for my friend at Blossom. She needed someone to watch her dog for a week or so, and I was like, I'll do it. And I don't think we could have dogs in that building, so I had to sneak him in and out. He was this <laughs> anxious little rescue dog. He was so cute and scruffy. But, oh, I was like, Roger makes no sense. Ranger was his name. Um, But I understood what you meant. Because I was anxious when I had Ranger. Mm, okay, gotcha. Ranger, I understand. Looks very much like Roger. Anywho, he was such a sweet little muffin, so obviously his name was Muffin. Oh, sweet little muffin. All right, well, September 23rd, up early to take care of the pup. So tired and heartbroken to leave Ranger alone for six hours. I'm impressed that I was actually writing Ranger because I was I pretty much exclusively remember him and refer to him as Muffin to Michaela and Kick. Um, this dog gave me so much anxiety, dude. Like... I he was already he was newish to them anyway my friends who I was watching him mm-hmm. for, and we had to like keep him in a room and he and he scratched the fuck out of one of the doors and just like <laughs> tore shit up but he was just nervous and I was like oh my god he's gonna he's gonna try and jump Have out a, a window or something yeah yeah <laughs> like leaving him alone I was anxious my entire shift and like ran home to him so this is why you are a great person to come stay with our dogs because you care so much about those damn dogs about keeping them like safe and happy I know they could not be in like better hands <laughs> so much so that sometimes they go to the vet unnecessarily <laughs> to the detriment of my mental health not necessarily <laughs> Fergus fucking punked me <laughs> Uh, I don't know what's sad. Are you taking him to the vet unnecessarily or him playing a prank on you and you falling for it? He's a manipulative little fucker. <laughs> on the 24th of September, it says Holsch and 301 practice group. What is Holsch? It was the name of one of my improv teams. Am I cooler uh, yet? <laughs> gotcha. uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, now I know that I can ignore that word anytime it comes up in the journal. Okay, um, well, it's important to me, so... <laughs> September 25th, up early with Ranger. So cute, but I'm not ready to devote so much time to a dog. I never will be. Oh, of course you will. That was condescending and tells me you all, <laughs> you believe me that I will never be. No, no, I was trying to put on my, oh, come come now voice. I honestly, I, I think I will always feel that way about it. Even when I had a dog growing up, my like 
really my mom was the one responsible for her, but still I felt so anxious all the time. Like, is she, well, my dog also ran away so many times. So I was always stressed about that. <laughs> she was either peeing on the floor or running away. That's a high stress situation. Yeah, okay. Maybe I've just been like a little traumatized <laughs> by my beloved. Um, <laughs> by, by my beloved. That sounded so Victorian. Uh, September 26th. Uh, oh, Ranger got picked up. Bye. Bye, bitch. Bye, Muffin. It was so relieving. Bye, Muffin. <laughs> okay. Um, you submitted to another cruise contract with Michaela. Clean apartment. Went to Hell's Kitchen with, ooh, a guy that you mentioned a long time ago. I don't remember what we called him, so I'm just going to call him E. Um, I think it was one of the three-way couple situations. There's been so many at this point. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. He, uh, uh, a long time ago, he was the oral only three-way. Um, oh, <laughs> Oh, I say it like it's a sweet memory. <laughs> yeah, and I talked oh, about him being a good like friends with Ben situation at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, probably around this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you brought him home, got super high, and had good sex. So, so yeah, I around guess, this yeah. time, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> oh, I remember oh, that. That's, that was like such a like like I said in an earlier episode. It was like we had a good time, we laughed, we had fun and then like watched YouTube afterward, you know? I I don't have many of those experiences. Well, I'm glad that uh glad that it worked out. So, does this get to happen for a while? Should we expect to see more of E? Oh, expect nothing from me. Did you say that to rhyme on purpose? No, but hey. Okay. All right, the 27th of September. Um nothing really happened, so I'm gonna skip it now. September 28th. Hmm, nothing. September 29th. <laughs> Wondering why I'm constantly miserable at the easiest waiting job, not a quality of life I like. Ah, well. Well, I'm, I mean, A, because it's not a job I want to be doing, even if it's an easy Mm -hmm. one. But B, I realize in hindsight, I was very, like, very depressed in this time period. I think, like, my Mm. dad stuff's just catching up with me. We're entering winter. I'm, like, there's just a lot going on, and it's um, all starting to compile has been around for a yeah. fucking year which took a huge toll on you i mean all of us but like you're very politically minded as we know like you were very engaged in what was going on politically and it just got worse for like four years so yeah um that was tough it was a tough time everything felt hard also you were you were kind of like and don't let this sound judgy because it's not but you were kind of coasting like you were doing the job that was like easy and making you good money um you were like you weren't you hadn't found the next thing yet. And it's not fun to coast if you're a person who likes to be onto the next big thing. I mean, it really didn't feel that way because I'm auditioning left and right. I am taking every improv class under the sun. I'm writing sketches. I'm trying to like, like make, you know, create networks and figure out how to get into this like improv comedy scene. I was like, really pushing um but nothing was truly changing. so maybe i shouldn't say coasting because you're working and that implies not working you were at an in-between time not yeah. none of like the seeds that you had planted had blossomed yet yeah i like them blossom mm-hmm. um ah! <laughs> <laughs> on the 30th of september uh let's see here uh your coworker friend is fuming over another coworker. stresses me out gosh there's a lot going on there huh i've said this a million times i don't please just let this be a job and let's move on yeah uh-huh um, October 1st, vegan fest in NYC. Really fun. Second at a hot dog eating contest. Excuse me. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm really proud of that. I'm the, I lost to uh, some little fucking big mouth kid. I was pissed. Um, <laughs> you, you did a vegan hot dog eating contest? Yes. And I wish it was as cool as it sounds, um, which is very, um, but what... <laughs> 
what it actually was was just like two hot dogs whoever could eat them the quickest it wasn't like keep shoving the hot Got dogs it. down your gullet i wish it was Thank keep God. shoving them down your gullet i no. love vegan hot dogs i know but that's so gross to like, be specific i love vegan sausage you, you i heart sure vegan sausage you, you heart vegan sausage famously uh that i'm really glad it was like a speed thing and not a quantity thing because those quantity things where people are like dipping hot dogs in water like just to slide them down their gullet uh, so I gross i think you'd actually be really good at that for a lot of reasons <laughs> All right. All right. You know, That's just rude. Name all the reasons? or <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah, give me five. Okay. Uh, well, you are good at deep-throating. You love anything phallic. Um, you're a bottomless pit. Um, you are a glutton, and uh, you'll accept anything and anyone down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. That was rough. You didn't even say that I'm a fast eater, which I am, and is probably my number one qualifier for that. I was trying to think on the fly. Uh, except anyone and anything down your throat. That was brutal. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Back to your journal. Um, nothing really happened. Lots of improv. Bye. October 2nd. <laughs> really important time in my life. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, I mean, I make a lot of jokes about it. That is a lot of fucking improv. That's a ton. It's not like a cl- It's not like a Michael it's, Scott no, level it's like of improv in the office. You're you know? practicing and writing at, like, at least five days a week. Yeah. It's a ton. That's too much. Too much improv. October 2nd. Um, let's see here. Oh, there's a new roommate in play. I'm going to call him Subway. Um, he's <laughs> here and brought friends. Um, okay. Feeling a cold oh, coming. I, I think I mean that in, um, in the see you next Tuesday kind of way of that I sometimes mean things. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Like, mm, Subway's here and he brought friends. Yeah, like I came home and my living room was full of strangers. <laughs> um, love that so much. <laughs> Um, well, you did say you feel a cold coming in the next day. You said sick, but drove to Philly for an audition in and out for, oh, DD. There's your old friend. We haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, famous um, DD. I was scanning like a motherfucker for a very specific clip on a recent previously on, which I didn't find. Anyway, I'm okay about it. Um, uh, DD's <laughs> name came up so many times. I was like, oh man, wonder if I'll come yeah. up again. And, and, uh, my, my answer was, is here. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is. Uh, did you, or have you? Connected with him since you've been back in Philly. Not a once. Okay. Oh, well. Uh, let's see here. You chose not to stay to dance at this audition. That's one of those times when I was like, I probably would have helped me to stay and dance. But I was like, listen, mm. um, I'm busy. I wasn't busy. I just, <laughs> I have a better chance if they just don't see me do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you could still possibly get hired if you didn't, if you missed the dance call. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh. In general, your chances lowered if you have to miss half of the audition. But for me, uh-huh. I felt my chance was better if I just skip that altogether. <laughs> if in the SATs you lost points on your English section for doing poorly on the math, that's what this uh-huh. would be like. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see here. Um, after you left that audition early, you went to a diner with your friend Janine. And then you walked Philly. Aww. You brought food back. Long but good day. Is that that cute vegan diner that you and I went to? That Maybe. Uh, Janine has introduced me to all my favorite vegan joints in Philly. Uh, no, I want vegan food for dinner. October 4th. I know that you don't like it when it's a genre. But I do like going to a vegan restaurant because I know I can just eat anything with, you know, um, abandon. Yeah, I, I've probably said that in the past. But there is like vegan restaurants so i know what you mean mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i just crave like a vegan restaurant where i know like nothing's gonna be cream based and upset my stomach anything that's cheesy is gonna be fine you know um yeah. just like it, red meat is like i can order things that are typically made with red meat that i won't eat man i sound like a real real hard person to be in a restaurant with um i'm choosy <laughs> you're really I'm not choosy. though you're very easy to be in a restaurant with um i'm okay with you saying calling vegan a genre as long as we also understand that 
all genres can also have vegan food. There we go. I, I can I can be on board with that. Also, we say genre a lot when we mean cuisine. Yeah, food genre. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. As long as I'm on the same page. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> October 4th, sick. Dad called mid-managing shift and asked me to have mom stop with divorce stuff until he's out in two months. Don't know what to do with this information. Left work and got high. Too much responsibility. I don't want to be around when he's out. So nothing on that day either. Uh, What happened next? (laughs) (laughs) So your dad called you at work from prison? Yeah. um, Oh, you had a cell phone. I was imagining him dialing Blossom. (laughs) No. um, I quickly wrote down this call, um, knowing one day I'd have a podcast and would want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know why I wrote it down. I just, but I did, and I have it. So let me find it. Letters from your Yeah, so my dad called me while I was at work. Um, this is not the first time he's interrupted me at work. I don't remember when. It might be this night. I think it was this night. I walked back into work, and I quickly had a freak out. Um, I was like, I, I can't fucking handle this. And we had, like, the swing shift, you know, the extra hand on. She, she was like, are mm-hmm. you okay? I, like, was obviously nuts. Um, and I was like, no, I have to leave. Um, and I just, like just had a a little mini breakdown and walked outside and you know was i don't know if Mm -hmm. i was screaming or crying or what but i was frantic i couldn't like i don't know it just fucked me up um so i decided to write down what he said can i ask what it was that fucked you up was it hearing from him from prison was it the fact that he was asking you to meddle in things that were far beyond your pay grade was it the complication of your relationship with your father in general like what do you know what it was that like that like sent you over the edge in that particular moment because you've Um, dealt with a lot to this point it was, I don't know, a combination of things. One, I thought he couldn't call us. Like someone said, he's not going to be able to call out to cell phones. Two, the first time I'm speaking to him, he's asking me to do this and like uh-huh. still hasn't a apologized, doesn't even like, and I, I yeah. just, and something I'm absolutely not going to do. Like he must know I'm on my mom's side. Um, yeah. Anyway, maybe we'll get some info from what I wrote down because I, I mm-hmm. was like, I need to jot this down because um, I'm going to want to remember it said first asked if any of us were in vegas to see if we were okay oh that was shortly after the vegas shooting but even that i didn't buy i was like Mm. i was like you know we weren't in fucking vegas you're looking for a way to seem sympathetic sure yeah it all just feels manipulative at this point yeah he said i said pleading for mom to slow down saying he would be out to handle this in two months it was not two months that was either delusional or manipulative uh-huh. can't he said he can't do anything or get a lawyer from jail also not accurate many many people have lawyers in jail uh, most um from mom all he wants is his drums his stuff from delaware his clothes and files but he just wants to get them himself he promises he won't go inside uh-huh. he said he's not violent and would never hurt her mm-hmm. um, like it was just a lot he didn't uh, want you digging through his shit that's what that is that's exactly what that is he didn't want us to find out what we already knew uh-huh and then I said to him, it feels like there's a lot of things left unsaid, like giving him a window to try and apologize uh-huh. or whatever. And he said that he answered everything in an eight-page letter that he sent to our sister, assuming that the letter, that she would understand the letter was to all of us. So the response was to all of us. I'm like, it, it, I asked her, she was like, no, I got one two-page letter addressed to me, very personally about <laughs> me. It was just like a, a constant manipulation. And it just, uh-huh. I mean, and this is all frantic. He sounds desperate and crazy he's only got like whatever 60 seconds or 120 seconds he's spewing this all out then he said people are going through his facebook and hacking his emails and stuff we did get in his email so he was right about that but not the facebook Uh, um how'd you guys get those passwords my brother guessed 
Jesus, wow. He guessed it like three times and he got it. Isn't that crazy? Whoa, that is crazy. And to be clear, we just... We went in there to find passwords so we could pay off debts on his accounts so my mom wouldn't default. And then he was like, I know your brother's doing this, but uh, don't worry. I don't think I'm going to press charges. <laughs> we were like, okay, dude. Uh, let's see here. Then he pleaded some more for me to convince my mom to not divorce him. Amazing. Um, and then when I asked about visiting, he's like, oh, no, you you wouldn't want to do that. It takes a long time to register, and it's like it's pretty impossible to do, and it's a long drive. And uh uh, so that felt sketchy too. I'm like, are you want me to work for you, but you don't want to see me? Yeah. Are, am I risking the chance of like running into someone else you don't want me to see? Why don't you want uh-huh. me to go there? Yeah. Who um, else is showing up at visiting hours? And then he ended up by saying everyone promised to support him and help him. And no one's done a thing for him since he went to jail. Well, we all saw those emails after he went to jail. Also, he hasn't uh-huh. apologized to anyone since he went to jail or owned up to anything since he went to jail prison, by the way, not jail. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he said, don't kick a man while he's down. Okay, well, don't manipulate your kids from prison. Ooh, well, trying to trying to pull the dad card, like let me tell you how to behave, uh, while he is absolutely the I don't know, he's in the the more vulnerable vulnerable position right there, um, is a bold move. It's a bold move. Whew. <sighs> um. Well, uh, the next day. Sorry, this is a little bit of a dark a dark moment because the next day on October fifth, you went out to lunch with your sister at Frenchie's and you said oh, it's feeling really down. Franchia. It's a vegan place, which is really good, by the way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, Franchia. Sorry, it's kind of scribbled. It looks like Frenchie. Okay. Um, said feeling really down. She asked what my plan B career is. Feels awful. I don't feel hopeful about the future and finances and dad. Walked to Blossom from the east side, started crying immediately, and your coworkers saw. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's that a lot. That just honestly paints a really sad, sad picture. Like, what an awful couple of days. I can't believe she asked me what my plan B career is. That's a real bad time to ask that. Yeah, yeah that's not great. I have never felt any maliciousness from my sister ever. She's uh-huh. always looking out for me. Um, but she probably could have had a little foresight on that question. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're really down. Um, let's let's talk about your career prospects right now while, while you hate your job. <laughs> so, great call. Um, October 6th. Um, well, you said you served at work and sometimes it distracts you from being depressed. Uh, very easily annoyed, though. Made good money, though. Lots of those. <laughs> Got super high so I wouldn't cry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. SOS. Uh-oh. <laughs> red alert. Red alert. We're medicating. <laughs> October 7th, another really bad day. Had a full breakdown on the phone with mom. Then I made Kick and Michaela come back while I cried hysterically. Thank God they were here. Couldn't get Blossom covered, so I went in. Felt like I could probably deal with it, but your manager saw your state of mind and sent you home. Um, That's sweet. This is the day I remember. When I think about this whole time period of my life and how like depressed I was, I remember this day uh-huh. specifically. I remember Kick and Michaela were on their way out um, to go hang out or go to someone's house swimming party or something. They had plans for the night. And I was like, bye, have a good time. And I'm not really talking to them. I'm not really talking to anyone about this. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone knows I'm dealing with something, but like, you know, I'm not, I'm not as open about it as I am right now. Um, They leave. They literally just get to the elevator less than 50 feet from our door. I ran outside. I was like, wait, 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 come back. I like, couldn't, I was like, if I'm alone, I can't, can't be alone right now. I just like, couldn't, I needed someone there. And they both came back and I just like, just like full faucets, waterworks. I I just I don't even know what I said to them, but I was very depressed. You you needed to let out some of that pressure. I just felt like a a black hole, and I needed. I was mm-hmm. just trying to like grab onto something so I didn't get sucked in. Yeah, 
Oh, that's really good that you had people near you that like, you know, a little bit of a lifeline in their friendship. Also very sweet of them just to stay with you. Um, not that they wouldn't have done that, you know, but totally, but no questions, no, like, you know, they, they weren't like, Mm -hmm. well, we got to get out and find like edging toward the door. Yeah. Not at all. They were there for me. Yeah. That's, that's good friends right there. Good people. Um, October 8th. Um, let's see here. Didn't have practice. Congratulations. Uh, cried and felt lost. Bought agent booklet and faggots at the bookshop <laughs> to feel like I haven't quit. I still haven't uh, finished that book. It's a it's a Larry Kramer book. No, oh. it's really hard to read on the subway because it's got faggots and big red letters <laughs> in the, on uh, the cover. Uh, um, and there's a the agent thing is there's like a booklet of agents you can mail resumes to that they sell at this travel okay. bookstore. Gotcha. So yeah, that'll. <laughs> that'll spice up my career <laughs> uh you skipped your practice group and went to ryan and claire's in brooklyn got so high who are ryan and claire claire um oh roommate claire yeah i only know her as as living with you not brooklyn claire and ryan is uh from soulmates good friend ryan oh are they together or just roommates ryan gay um they're <laughs> <laughs> the roommates Ooh, ryan gay <laughs> gotcha hey ryan (laughs) october 9th packed and cleaned for california still feel random pockets of sadness but so did i last year that's a strange sentence but i think i get it maybe seasonal depression going to blossom to manage for a couple of hours then to bed very early so why are you going to california I don't know. Oh, I do know. Do you? It's fun. Keep reading. Okay. October 10th. Flight day. San Diego is so beautiful. Felt pure joy when looking out the window. Thank God we got something happy. Oh no offense God. to your old self. Uh, <laughs> pure joy when looking out the window during landing. Ta- toured the house. Talked. Let's make a deal slash prices right plans. Finished shirts and outfits. Bed early. Excuse me. Are you going to the prices right? <laughs> I'm there to go beyond the prices right, bitch. <laughs> Oh, so fun. Uh, okay, October 11th is the day. Price is right. I charmed and whistled and knew I'd get called down. Bid $2,200 for pizza oven slash table. Was fucked going last. Woman won $200,000. Fuck, I got $300. You went to the veg grill. Whirlwind, uneasy, amazing to be called, but... 200k <laughs> amazing to be called but 200k okay so says. i was the very last person called um but i knew like i knew in my heart i was like they're gonna absolutely call me i'm positive of it um, i love it when you have really strong intuitions about things like that like sometimes you're like yeah i got that i'm like what how how do you know and then you just do like you have good yeah, feelings sometimes i do um but sometimes i think i do and i've been steered wrong or maybe mm. i don't know that TV show that I didn't get earlier, a bunch of episodes ago, I like something felt like I wasn't committed to it. I didn't feel like it was ever really mine. Um, I, you know what? Can I say there's um, they say trust your intuition. There was something weird about not saying that I knew COVID was going to happen, but something about um, when we were supposed to move to Australia. I never quite let it happen in my mind yeah i was playing my my cards close to the vest sometimes like i'm like yeah i jump in with both feet i feel like it's gonna happen part of me was always like this feels a little too far-fetched something is going to to upset this and i mean 
the thing upset it anyway sometimes like you you can look back and be like man what did i know or what did i feel what was that you know it is interesting and it's a a lesson to trust your gut sometimes but it's so Mm -hmm. much easier to say in hindsight once you have the information of course yeah um but yeah i knew i knew i was gonna get called and i did and i was the very last one and i'm so it's me michaela kick and michaela's mom so fucking fun we made drew carey t-shirts we had the time of our lives um we're screaming the whole time and it's like kind of hard work to be on that show because they tell you if you're going to be picked we are watching you the whole time in the audience and you need to be so enthusiastic and so loud and cheer for everyone. And if you are not doing that and we were going to pick you, we will not pick you. Um, so you have to wow. like keep it up the whole time. And so I'm the last one picked. So the whole time we're going nuts. Anyway, when you're the last one picked on the Price is Right, you bid first. Typical Price is Right rules. Like you have yeah. to everyone, everyone down the line, one dollared me. I did 2200. Yeah. Someone did 2201, 2202, 2203. And yeah. the last woman got it by default and then Uh she won the most money that had ever been given away on the prices right at that time oh my god (laughs) so like would you have done well with the games that she had yes it was an easy game oh fuck me i know but i mean i never i was one dollar by three people there was no way i was never gonna get it you know um did you like watch your episode the next day the next week it comes out months later um and also they uh, i got to like peek behind the curtain they brought us back and did you know you cannot um take the cash value for things you have to take the prize oh wow you don't have to take the prize you can leave it but you can't get cash sure. for it um wow no i did not know that that's and kind of frustrating also everyone i got 300 dollars just for participating which is nice enough that is nice i feel like they should give you something for you know yeah acting a fool for a fucking day so i wasn't mad at that mm-hmm. i did feel uh a little guilty because i'm with michaela michaela's mom and cake and michaela's mom worked so hard to get us these tickets this was all on her and i'm like fuck uh-huh. she like and i'm the one who got called and like uh-huh. they're also like retail queens they know their prices so like they maybe would have done better and i felt a little guilty for taking that spot only a little bit though because like really i had no control i love that you got called I, I i just think that's so fun all right well on october 12th you said pool time with basketball games all but michaela's dad very glad to not have tried to do let's make a deal as well ah you had tickets for both which is uh um let's make a deal is uh hosted by wayne brady kicks kicks male love interest would you rather top or bottom for Wayne Brady? You know what? I'd probably bottom. <laughs> Forgot about that. Forgot about that. That's hilarious. Um, you said a little twinge over wasted opportunity at the Price is Right. Both Mick and her mom knew the price. I think they would have won. <laughs> Wine bar for dinner. Well, it's very easy to say that after the fact, isn't it? Um, uh-huh. I think it. Yeah, it is two hundred thousand within reach is going to sting for a little bit, but I don't feel too of bad course. about that anymore. Yeah. Michaela's mom, Mick and Kick, took you to San Diego for Surfline. Oh, Surfliner to LA. It's like Sur the the Surfliner. Um, <laughs> yes, that is the the train that you took very many times. Pleasant train ride along the ocean. Chilled with Gamma Peter. Watch hey. Jeopardy. Will and Grace. Broad City. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Oh, I picked what? you up from that little parking lot. You did. What a night! I'm with you and Peter. We're watching what Jeopardy. Uh-huh. Will, Will and, and Grace, Grace and, Broad, and Broad, City. Broad City. I mean, ask me for a better night. All right, and then this. Uh, goes all the way around the page. Uh, you wrote, drank sparkling rosé, ate edibles with Cam and Peter, sh- sang show tunes around the piano, caught up, talked about moving to L.A. Oh, God. Cuddled with dogs, felt a little hit on at moments. Excuse me! <laughs> and felt uneasy, but I think it was paranoia from weed. I promise it was! Obviously, it's. I'm talking about Fergus. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, that's crazy. For the love of Pete, that's Hit really on. for the love of Pete. 
Was anyone else there? No, I'm sure it was your first time hanging out with Peter, like ever, because the wedding. You probably oh, didn't quite know his sense of humor yet. That's true. Also, he's like mm-hmm. one for a you know a massage and a long sweet hug, and like mm-hmm. if I don't you're making him sound like a real fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm making him sound like he's like a, a warm, beautiful man, and I probably yeah, he's a touchy feely person with yeah. a little bit of weed. I mean, not knowing him well enough, I was probably like, oh my mm-hmm. god. Peter, Cam's husband's gonna cheat on him with me. What do I do? <laughs> Please don't invite me into your marriage bed. <laughs> what What am I going to do? I love how passive you were in that. Cam's husband is going to cheat on him with me. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I mean, I have to let it happen. Look at him. <laughs> uh, you do have a train record. May, man, maybe I should have been more nervous having you into my home. Yeah, on hindsight, probably. <laughs> I get, I get. October 14th, train was over two hours late from LA to Oceanside, had a nice breakfast with Cam before. After train, made grill out, smoked and played some Shanghai. Very sweet that they were worried for my happiness and had weed and grill out planned for me. I'm lucky. Hey, that's another family of yours. That I know, I've got a bunch. Because um, you're very likable. I, I don't know if the happiness is because of the you know the dad situation, the price is right, or just that the train was two hours late. But either way, when I got there, they were like, we have your favorite things grilled and we have weed in a pipe for you and we're so happy to have you and i'm like yeah just so sweet that is the that i almost said that is the precious that is the precious that is the precious october 15th uh pool day with making kick out with her mom to oceanside pier then a whiskey place haven't been sad everything is so beautiful not totally comfy either smoked and drank in day so was tired so was tired that'll happen (laughs) on october 16th you said up early for beach with kick tried to surf but got knocked down a lot yeah no shit that's hard as hell so you felt rough from the ocean so you took a nap and packed and then sexted with (laughs) who the hell is um just some Gay from the East Coast, and, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta sext. What can I say? What? Yeah, you gotta send a dick pic every now and then. Gotta feel alive. Got to send a dick pic or two. <laughs> Joey. Um, so, after your sexting adventure, you went on a brew tour in Vista with the whole crew. Um, you smoked a bit and Taco Bell in bed. Thank God. Not Taco Bell in bed, Taco Bell and bed. Either is fine. Uh, on the 17th, Kick drove you to the airport at 5 a.m. You ate pot banana bread and slept for most of the flight oh good for you oh lovely scared to get depressed again saw a letter from dad but won't open it yet instead i wrote my two sketches good for you that's like nice self-preservative behavior you know understanding that's going to be a trigger putting it off till you feel more prepared for it like like raspberry jam i got it preservative (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and that's not easy to do i think i felt Mm -hmm. um I think it was only easy because of the situation. Like, normally I would not have that kind of control, but I think I was honestly repelled by this letter. I was like, I do not want to see this. Good. Good for you. October 18th, you cleaned and finished some sketches that were really well received, which is a nice thing. You needed a win there. Um, and then you're seeing that guy you you sexted with tonight. Oh. Oh. Um. Yeah, I ended up... I went to his apartment. We, like, went with the obvious intention of hooking up, and it was just so not it it was so mm-hmm. wrong right away it was felt mm-hmm. so awkward and we like i feel like we started to like maybe we tried to kiss or something and i was like no no <laughs> so um, many stories of you bailing from potential hookups in this journal not that i mean it's good less than the you, amount of times i commit you trust your instincts though like you're not afraid to be like uh that we shouldn't force this it's not working i i actually really respect that because as i've said on here before i've like gone through with plenty of situations on dates that I knew 
once we started kissing or, you know, maybe even early in the night that it wasn't going to be fun, but I felt like it was expected and it was easier just to do it. And that's not a self-respecting kind of way to behave. Sure. I get it though. It happens, you know, in different, every, every night's a fucking different situation in this head. (laughs) All right. Well, you saw that guy. He didn't say anything about it. So now we know October 19th, you worked, you practiced for an audition and you said you were generally more happy than pre California, which is great to hear. Oh yeah. That is good. It just needed a little sun, maybe. I just needed sun and all my problems will go away. My dad will uncommit those felonies and my life will go back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> uncommit. Uncommit. October 20th, um, you had an audition. Didn't go great. And you thought, do I even like this anymore? Then you ended the night serving at Blossom and one of your co-workers was too drunk. Yeah, my co-workers were all drunk and high <laughs> and fucking coked out all the time. I was like, good lord. Like... I will I will absolutely roll you a joint in the, in the manager's office, but that's it. <laughs> you can do one line off my dick, then get back to work. <laughs> All right, last day of the journal for this week, October 21st, Brian and Ashley's wedding. Oh. It was really fun, but late. <laughs> it went to 11.30 and I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you've always been an old man. Okay, Mikey, that does it for this week. And this has been a really long recording. So um, I'm going to ask you if we heard from any listeners, but I don't really want to hear from them until next week. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of uh, heartfelt messages from folks about about our announcement that this podcast is coming to a close. And we will grab some of those in episodes to come. But we do need to call it quits for the evening. All right. Well, thank you to everyone that wrote in. Please do let us hear from you. We only have a few short weeks left of this, uh, this year podcast. And uh, we'd love to hear from you in the meantime. So uh, if people want to find more of us or they do want to send us one of those messages, where can they find us, Mike? Find us on Instagram. Send us a DM at MBFJ Podcast. Go to our website, mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com, where it still says I'm living in California and doing improv or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. All right. Well, that does it for this week. Until next time, always remember. I'm thankful not to be depressed anymore. Cam's thankful I didn't steal his husband. And we're all <laughs> thankful that Cameron Diaz hasn't been in a movie in a while. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. <laughs>